0: Let me start by asking you a question today. Do you trust God's timing in your life? Not only must we trust God's character and his promises, but we also must trust God's timing in our lives. You know, in studying the life of Joseph in the Old Testament, I'm reminded that if we demand our own way, even while we are in a situation that we don't like— We'll miss the greater than good that God has for us in those very situations. You will never know God's answers if you are intent on having it your own way. You know, I know that God is never late, but I've never known Him to be early either. Welcome to A Jolt of Joy on the Charisma Podcast Network. This is your host and your friend, Bible teacher and author, Carol McLeod. I'm praying that God will strengthen you with all power today, no matter what you're going through. Now, let's dig into the Word of God together. Joseph of the Old Testament has just been called upon by Pharaoh to interpret a dream that he had. Joseph had been stuck in prison, forgotten by everyone, until Pharaoh had a dream. And the cupbearer suddenly remembered Pharaoh, there was a Hebrew youth in prison with me. And while I was there, he interpreted a dream for me, and it happened just as he said. And so we continue the story in Genesis chapter 41, verses 14 through 16. Then Pharaoh sent and called for Joseph, and they hurriedly brought him out of the dungeon. And when Joseph had shaved himself and changed his clothes, he came up to Pharaoh, And Pharaoh said to Joseph, "'I've had a dream, but no one can interpret it, and I have heard it said about you that when you hear a dream, you can interpret it.' Joseph then answered Pharaoh, saying, "'It's not in me.' God will give Pharaoh a favorable answer. Don't you love Joseph? If you didn't like him before, surely you love him now. Joseph said, King Pharaoh, let's get it straight from the very beginning who I am. I am a man of God who listens to God. If I can interpret your dream, it's not because of me, but it is because of the Lord that I serve verse 17. So Pharaoh spoke to Joseph, and he went on to tell him what was in his dream. And Pharaoh had been standing on the bank of the Nile when seven fat cows came up out of the Nile, and they ate the grass around the Nile River. And then seven other cows came up after the fat cows, and these seven other cows were poor and ugly and gaunt. And the lean and ugly cows ate up the fat cows. And King Pharaoh said, but when the lean cows ate the fat cows, you couldn't even tell they were just as ugly as before. And King Pharaoh said, and then I awoke, and then I had another dream. And in this next dream, there were seven ears of corn, full and good, and then seven ears of corn thin and withered came up and the thin ears swallowed the good ears. And I've told it to the magicians around me, but no one can interpret it. Can you picture this? Pharaoh is in the throne room. He's pacing. He's upset. He's troubled in his spirit. He is the victim of two horrible nightmares. They've been haunting him day and night." And the young man, Joseph, who just shaved, who just put on a new set of close, was quietly standing there listening and praying intently. And Joseph in verse 25 began to respond to Pharaoh and he said, Pharaoh, actually your dreams are one and the same. God has shown you what he is about to do. The seven good cows represent seven good years in Egypt and the seven good ears of corn represent those same seven years. Now the seven lean and ugly cows, they they represent seven years, as do the thin ears of corn that have been scorched by the east wind. And the seven gaunt cows and the seven sparse ears of corn, they represent a famine. And Joseph said, God has shown to Pharaoh, what he is about to do. Joseph said, Pharaoh, you're going to have seven years of great abundance. And then after that seven years, a famine will come and all the abundance will be forgotten. It will be swallowed up by the seven years of famine and the famine will literally rage your land and everybody will forget the abundance because of the severe famine that will follow it. Genesis 41:32 Now as for the repeating of the dream to Pharaoh twice it means that the matter is determined by God and God will quickly bring it about So Joseph interpreted this dream to Pharaoh just fresh out of prison and You know, often I've asked myself, why was Joseph still in prison? After all, Joseph had trusted the ways and the timing of God, and yet he remained in an Egyptian prison. Well, let's personalize this for a minute. Do you trust God's timing in your life? Do you trust him to take care of you regardless of what your circumstances might be? I hope that you'll learn from the story of Joseph that God is never late. He is never late. But if I could just say this, I have never known him to be early either. So what happened after Joseph interpreted the dreams for Pharaoh? he went on to say to Pharaoh, now Pharaoh, this is what you need to do. You need to look for a man discerning and wise and set him over the whole land of Egypt. And Pharaoh, you need to take action here. You need to appoint overseers in charge of the land and let him save a fifth of the produce every year and gather up this food and save it for the food in the subsequent years of famine. And and Joseph said, Pharaoh, don't you see if we save some of the food, it will serve as a reserve for the land during the famine. And the proposal seemed very good to Pharaoh and to all his servants. So not only did Joseph interpret the nightmare that Pharaoh had, but he also heard God's voice and had God's heart on the issue. Joseph had tapped into the wisdom of God because he trusted God. Even when he was in prison. You know, my friend, as long as you and I demand on having our own way, as long as we go about saying, I hate this prison, I don't deserve this prison, this prison is not a fair prison, if we go through life like that, we will never have the capacity to tap into the wisdom of God. You know, I know this about myself, and it's true for you as well. You will never know God's answers as long as you are intent only on your pain and your suffering. When others mistreat you, if you act the way the world tells you you deserve to act with revenge and gossip and blame, you're denying yourself the blessing. You're denying yourself the wisdom and the ways of God. Genesis chapter 41 verse 38. Then Pharaoh said to his servants, can we find a man like this in whom there is a divine spirit? One translation says, in whom there is a spirit of God. You see, in this moment, Pharaoh knew what he needed. He knew that human answers were not enough to take him through the difficult days ahead. Pharaoh needed a a man with the spirit of God in his soul. Pharaoh needed a man with God's answers, with God's mind, and thoughts, and with the very heart of God. Genesis 41, verses 39 and 40. So Pharaoh said to Joseph, since God has informed you all of this, there is no one so discerning and wise as you are. Joseph, you shall be over my house, and according to your command, all my people shall do homage, Only in the throne I will be greater than you. Do you hear what Pharaoh said to Joseph? Fresh out of prison. Pharaoh said, Joseph, only in the throne will I be greater. Joseph went from being a slave in prison to being vice president, to being the number two man in all of Egypt. God takes care of his children. Genesis 41 verse 41. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, see, I have set you over all the land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh took off his signet ring from his hand and put it on Joseph's hand and clothed him in garments of fine linen and put the gold necklace around his neck. So this is what the signet ring was. It was the official seal of the king. King Pharaoh took it, and dipped it into wax or ink and put the symbol of the king on the document. It symbolized authority and power. Pharaoh said, "'Joseph, you get to sign my name. You have the power of attorney in the country of Egypt.'" Not only did Pharaoh give Joseph his signet ring, but he also clothed him in garments of fine linen. Do you remember the other clothes that Joseph has had on in the story? He had on that very colored tunic that his father had given him, but his brothers tore off of him. He had on the tunic that he wore in serving Potiphar that Potiphar's wife took off of him and now King Pharaoh has given to Joseph the garment of royalty. Now, I want to remind you that you are Joseph in the story. That's who Joseph represents. He represents you and me. And the king has given us his power. We have the power of authority of the king of all kings. Ephesians 1.19 tells us, and what is the surpassing greatness of his power toward us who believe? We have the power of the king. Ephesians 3.20 says, Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly beyond all that we ask or think, according to the power or the authority that works within us. We have the power of the king of all kings. And then Colossians 1.11 says that we are strengthened with all his power. Aren't you glad you get to be Joseph? No matter what's happened in your life, no matter what you've gone through, you have a king who has given to you his power and his authority. Jesus, we just declare today that your idea of good is so much better than ours. And Lord, we want to tell you that you are our greater than good. Jesus, we would really rather have you than silver or than gold. So Jesus, we give you permission to invade our lives with your goodness. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you for joining me on A Jolt of Joy. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you can also visit my website at JustJoyMinistries.com. It's my passion to help people live an abundant life through the power and principles found only in the Word of God. Email me at carol at JustJoyMinistries.com. And as always, know that I am praying for you today.